where we're going, we don't need good characters, apparently. Because that's what we get. In Season 1, Steinsgate. This week, on Shonen and Suds. Cody, I don't even know if I've got it in me today, man. This one does. Fuck. Oh. oh, this was supposed to be the good one, Cody. What happened? What happened? Sorry. How are you, buddy? Let's start there. <laughs> uh, Chris, I, you know, I've been better. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we've only covered, you know, before, fair warning here, we've covered the first 12 episodes of Steins Gate. 12, yes. Yes, first 12 of 24 episodes of Steins Gate. Pardon me. Yeah, so, you know, it, but Chris, it's off to the... One of the slowest starts I've ever seen in any show. Um, Man, and Cody, it's... No, please, go ahead before like, I... Because we, we're going to lay into it this week, unfortunately. We are just moving at a snail's pace. Uh-huh. It, uh, the characters suck. They all suck. Call them whatever of the five names they call each other. But they all suck. All of every single one of them. Um... Yeah, if I could go back in time, I would have had us remove. I could go back in time and remove this from the poll. Um, and it's not. It's and that's the thing, Cody. What really hurts here is I was actually really excited about this. I'm like, oh shit, time travel. They mentioned the heart large hedron collider. Like, Cody, you know me. You know I love me some good time travel stories. But this one, I just we have to we have to be served. This okay, Cody. Let me, let me put it like this. I think the story is very, very good. Um, it's like they're serving us a delicious steak dinner on the dirtiest fucking plate imaginable. And this dirty plate that's covered in boogers and jizz, these are the characters. The steak is the story. And I, Cody, I just I do not like any of these characters, and I've had twelve episodes to try to get behind at least one of them. I, I can't really describe what these characters do to me, and I'm not going to do it quite yet because before we fucking tear ass into this show, welcome back to Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams, and I'm Cody Snodgrass. <laughs> I'm still cracking, and we're up coming the, in hot. <laughs> I'm still cracking up from the booger inches. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that could be nicknames for these characters. For all I know, Cody. Like, like, yes. It literally could be their nickname. Um, but like they're they're giving us this really thought out, you know, thought provoking story. But they're telling it through the lens of the biggest fucking group of chuckleheads on God's green earth, and it's it's awful. The characters are awful, and. If you like these characters, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> I, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I'm just going to ask, how do you sleep at night? I, I, I really, Chris, I, I don't actually understand it either. Like, and, and, and usually when I hear about a bad character, like, of course, you know me. My favorite anime is Death Note, right? Mm-hmm. And I hear Nier and Mellow get drugged through the mud. Every time mm-hmm. I bring up Death Note and somebody wants to, you know, well, the second half is terrible, I hated Nero and Mello, they probably have this at, like, the top of their poll, like, number one. And it's like, I would take a hundred Nears and Mellows yes. over these fucking idiots. These over are, any of these chuckleheads. They're all terrible. They're all, mm-hmm. and they all have, like, there's nothing, they're like, 
uh, what do you, uh, Chris Adams staple, the wet sandwiches. That's all of these characters. <laughs> they are the wettest goddamn sandwiches. And like, what I don't like about them, Cody, is that they are the most textbook, textbook, like the most unoriginal, uninspired anime character. They're all like NPC, like background character style characters. They fucking suck. And I hate that we're getting this story told through this lens. Um, it's it, it, it was tough. It was genuinely tough for me to like. I, this is one that I'd cut it on five minutes in and fucking nodding off on the couch. That's that's what this show is doing to me. Like I would have to watch a couple episodes and literally go do anything else, and then come back to it, and then just try like you know slap my cheek. Like, it's like you're on a long drive in the middle of the night and you're, you're passing out next gas stations, like 20 miles up next rest areas, 20 miles up. You're slapping your cheeks. You're fucking, you're fucking rolling the window down. You're cutting the radio up. You're, you're doing everything to stay awake. And that's what was happening when I was trying to watch this show. And it was just, I think I audibly yelled, fuck you to the TV at least five times an episode. <laughs> Yeah, because if I had to hear one more fucking banana joke, yeah, and and now I'll 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 be honest. Some of the jokes that they had, like it would be like in the middle of like a boring episode, and I'd get a little laugh out of it. Not like maybe Mm -hmm. not a banana joke, but there'd be like some other like little joke, and I'd be like, "Oh, that was kind of funny." Let's get back to this terrible story. All right, here we go. (laughs) Um, yeah, man, like you said, like I was putting on episodes, and I'd be. I'd be like, all right, I'm four minutes into the episode. We, ju- I just fast forwarded through the intro, like, mm-hmm. and and then I'm I, I blink and it's now I'm ten minutes in and I'm like, shit, I gotta go back. Yep. And I, hey, and I, oh, by I, the way, I, I, I did play. enjoy the intro. Oh, okay. Well, I think the intro. I thought the intro was a bit of a bop. It was a very like it, it was a very weebish bop, but it was fun. Like that the the intro was the most like exciting part of each episode. I think I watched the intro twice, if I'm being honest. But, you know, it's coming off of the One Punch Man intros, which are total bots. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, and that, maybe that's part of the problem, too, Cody. You know, th- th- this show has a severe lack of Moomin Rider. <laughs> and maybe I'm not, maybe I'm getting, uh, what is it like, uh, what is it when a mom, you know, was it postpartum depression yeah. uh, or whatever, whatever moms get when they, when they have to lose their baby uh, to the nursery. Uh, maybe I'm getting that. Maybe maybe this this week without Moomin Rider has has just taken its toll on me, and you know these characters just can't stand, just can't hold a candle to my sweet baby boy. It's like Moomin Rider is a better character than these characters. Yeah, golly, sure is. I would, <laughs> Cody. I would watch this show. I, I would. This would be my favorite show if the Mad Scientist was also Moomin Rider. Yeah, um, that's not but, what you we know, get. You know, we'll get into Steins Gate more. Uh, we'll break it down fully uh, as much as we can yeah, yeah. over these first nine episodes that just repeat the same shit. Um, but we'll, we'll talk yeah, about that prob- in a minute. Um, Cody, I'm going to tell you the nine episodes right now. Satellite crashes into a building. Get a phone call. Get it on vibrate, no less. <laughs> Banana <laughs> joke. Phone call. Banana joke. Banana joke. Phone call. The end. We did it. <laughs> oh, someone gets shot somewhere along the way. There we go. Yeah. 
And there's pagers, microwaves, and Jesus, Steins Gate, computers, and way too many big words. Llama man. <laughs> but uh, oh, get... oh, alpaca man. Sorry, alpaca man. Whatever they call him. Um, <laughs> but we do have some news to go over this week. Um, yeah, we got some good stuff. We got some good stuff. Yeah. So first things first on our radar, obviously. Um, we have the My Hero uh, OVAs, which you said they are airing. Yeah, August first. August first on Crunchyroll, right? Yep, on Crunchyroll. So get crunchy with it. August first uh, for us on the East Coast. It looks like it is five a.m. Uh, eight a.m. Eastern time is when they premiere. Okay, and we'll be covering that well, not next week, but the week after. So we'll just cover those. Two yep, episodes. after we, yeah, after we plow through this shit, we'll be able to get back to some good stuff. Yeah, but you know. And I know these. I don't expect much from these OVAs. We've already seen what the villains look like. They don't look great. I'm just excited to see the baseball portion because you know, sometimes I just want a baseball game in the middle of my anime, which is, you know, well, which was fine and fully cooly. I'm okay with that. But, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's got to be better than this at least, right? Yeah. At, le- at least, I hope. Um, but then, of course, the, the sixth season is also airing on October 1st. That's when that's going to start. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, granted, we won't cover it on the podcast until. Yep, it's all so dubbed probably, out. Probably like early 2023, honestly, which sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. That's the way this these hey. years are flying by, as Chris. I'm telling you, it is weird to think that that's when we'll be covering that. And I'm just ex- I'm ready to see it animated, Cody, because I again I am all caught up on the My Hero manga, and man, this last chapter it's it's giving me everything I've wanted. And I just, I need to know what's going to happen next. Like I am at the edge of my seat every week when I finish it. And I'm just like, <sighs> like I'm audibly saying, I need more fucking feed me more. <laughs> well, Chris, let's go to something you don't want more of. And that's live action animated movies. All right. Uh, so Chris, we have Netflix has added Full Metal Alchemist, The Revenge of Scar, a live action sequel film to the other one that came out um, oh no two or three years ago um now i sent you the key art the key art looks pretty good like the poster looks yeah. really cool but mm-hmm. i'm sure it's just terrible so i mean the the first one wasn't that great um I've, at least never, from what i've only watched the trailer like you know how mm-hmm. if you highlight something on netflix it'll play the trailer up top I've gotten, yeah yeah i've gotten through like 40 seconds of that maybe 30 seconds of that and i was just like just moved on, and and I think the biggest problem is I I don't think, and, and I, we've beaten this horse before, Cody. I think not every anime can cut it as a live action, and I think Full Metal Alchemist is one of the ones that just doesn't need to be a live action. Um, you know, leave leave that for the ones that are a little less anime esque, right? Um, granted, you know. There are the characters for the most part are normal. The bad guys are more, you know, you know, what am I trying to say? They're, they're human for them. They're, they're humanoid, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, I don't know. I just, I just, I just think maybe because the anime is perfect that it's like, I, I don't, I don't want you to ruin this. And it's not, and I'm not, the, I'm not the only one who thinks it's perfect, right? Like Cody, you, like, you, you're, you're with me on that, right? Like it's, Brotherhood is probably the only truly like perfect anime out there. I would argue from start to finish. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just the best. It's literally the best. 
Yeah, it's, I have a hard I have a hard time finding another anime that is as perfect as that. Um, now, unless you throw Moomin Rider into other things, give me the give me any anime cross Moomin Rider, I'm in. Um, but no, I, I just I think it's just going to suffer from what most other live action anime suffer from the fact that it's not the anime. But no, I'm, I'm, I'll watch it. You know, Scar is my favorite character next to Hughes and and Alex Louise. Are there's so many good characters in that show? Fuck, why why can't just one of those characters be in Steins Gate? One, just one. Give me fucking, give me fucking Hawkeye. Just put Liza Hawkeye as the only character in Steins Gate, and it becomes the uh, just immediately a better show. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I got. <laughs> I, 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 I was real dug in there for a second. <laughs> oh, I mean, when you think about a show like that, with you know every character just about being like ten out of ten. Um, and then of course we got to shift gears back to this. But uh, one other thing uh, on a, on a better note, Chris. Uh, mm-hmm. Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die is apparently set to have 100 episodes. Nice, so that, which is good. I think that's also a that's a great amount because I'm I, it's a show I really really want to watch. Um, I'm just kind of I've been kind of waiting to see how deep it goes. Uh, but if there's going to be 100 episodes, that's perfect. That is a nice. It's big enough to not be like like a, a quick watch, but it's also not fucking One Piece. It's 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 long enough to where like I don't know it's it's it should be a good length you know it's not anything yeah, out there of, should be some good meat in there yeah and it looks pretty cool um I know they they stopped airing like back in March due to like the Toei animation hack um, yeah I think yep. since April like mid April they've been mm-hmm. kind of just constantly airing the show um mm-hmm. cool. and. Cody, now I'm going to go ahead and blindside you with some real-time uh, breaking news here. Now, obviously, um, we've talked about kind of like how we did with World Heroes Mission, going to see the Dragon Ball Super movie and then kind of doing a cast on that day. Um, do we want to do that on Thursday or on Friday? When's the Dragon Ball movie drop? Uh, August, uh, Thursday, August 18th is when, like, the Thursday, like, premieres and stuff start. Usually around, like, 7 p.m. Okay. Um. And that's August 18th. How many weeks? Let me pull out the old handy-dandy calendar here. That's right, because that should, if I'm not so, mistaken, so the fourth we could probably cover the OVAs in one episode, in one week. Yeah, the 4th will cover Steinsgate, the 11th will cover uh, two OVAs. Then it sounds like on the next week we can do Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, we might have to drop the episode like Friday or Saturday or something. That's fine, that's fine, because I was, and that's why I was wondering, do we see it Thursday or just go see it Friday? Oh, either way, it don't, it don't really matter to me. I mean, we, I could... Let me check out. Let me look at some showings here, Chris. Um, yeah, I told you I, I was I was going real time here, Cody. Yeah, we're gonna give the we're gonna give the listeners just you know just fucking winging this shit as we go. And let me see what I got. Um, are you going subbed or dubbed? I'm definitely going dubbed. I think. Uh, I'm going dubbed, man. I, I need my English voices. I don't want to fucking read in the theater. Crazy, crazy. Thursday's only got one showing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that, and that's why I was also thinking Friday. Friday's got this prime real estate showing at like the dine-in theater at like two in the afternoon. My wife's going to be at work. I can just go there and fucking eat some chicken wings and drink beer and watch fucking Gohan just beat the shit out of everybody for two hours. Yeah, we might just record Friday night then. If that works. I'm fine with that. I am a-okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll probably see it Friday, record Friday, and then just drop the episode a day late. No big deal. Tony, that sounds perfect. And fans, you heard it here first. Yeah, so we'll be coming hot off the presses with that one. Um, but Beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got for news this week. Um, yeah, about the same. Nothing crazy, nothing crazy going on. Yeah, um, no. Except having to fucking cycle through this shit. Yeah, um, but you know, Chris, we got one more thing to cover before we jump into Steins Gate. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little thirsty. I, I can hear it. your voice is very raspy. It's very, uh, very scratchy, very dry. So there's only one way to remedy that, my Yugi boy, uh, Cody. I need to know, and the people need to know. What you drinking? Well, Chris, unfortunately, this is one of those weeks I don't have a crack. Uh, I'll give it a That's little okay. flick of my it's okay. <laughs> Flicking the cup for a toast. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but Chris, I am enjoying a nice crown apple and Coke. Um, That's so good, isn't it? Crown apple is delicious. Um, absolutely fantastic. Of course, when I say Coke, I mean Coke Zero. We're still watching our figures. <laughs> you know, summer's yeah, not damn over, right. Summer's not over yet. You know. <laughs> don't put don't put the trunks in the bottom drawer just yet, boys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that's where they go? Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying a Crown Apple and Coke Zero. Um, shout out to my boy Louie. Came over Fourth of July weekend, bought a whole bottle of mm-hmm. Crown Apple, left it in the freezer, and I've been pounding it down ever since. You know, every every. I love that you've got a friend named Louie. Louie is like the best. Like everybody should have a friend named Louie because. Louie just seems like that friend that's going to fucking get you in trouble, and absolutely. you can't wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, if I ever need a, a friend to go to the dive bars with, that's that's usually my, my go-to. Um, uh, Louie is your uh, your cougar hunting spotter, I see. <laughs> yeah, and, and plus we work we both work at the factory, so, you know, it, it drinking goes hand-in-hand hand with factory work, in case you didn't. Clearly. Um, yeah, that is what I am enjoying this evening. Chris, what about you? What do you have? Well, Cody, I don't have a crack either. I feel like I let the gang down. If I'd have known you didn't have one, I would have gone out of my way to make sure I had one. However, I am just sipping on some 19 Crimes Pinot Noir once again. I just, I, I fucking, I've just been in a red wine mood uh, these last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, because I thought I was going to be gearing up for something intelligent, something, uh, you know, something very, I don't know, maybe highbrow, maybe a little highfalutin. But what I got was a bunch of dickheads making banana jokes. Um, so, yeah, I'm just drinking a 19 times Pinot Noir. I've done that before on the on the podcast. Uh, just, you know, medium bodied red wine, kind of jammy, very fruit forward, uh, but not in the way where it's like sweet. It's just very there's some earth tones to it. Some of those drier like um, one, one of the it's got you know, again jammy kind of fruit like strawberry preserve kind of notes on the front but it has like more of a earthy um words i like to use to describe it are like soil like wet soil kind of um that kind of earthiness so it's yeah that's i know that doesn't sound appetizing or <laughs> it's delicious at all but those are it's one of those things that like 
or were you drinking wine, you would, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly what that's like. Um, but it's great. It's absolutely great. I love it. And, uh, I'm going to need it to get through this shit. Oh, yeah, Chris. So, you know, I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and jump right in here. Uh, do you have a tale of the tape we want to go over before I, before I start spieling about this bullshit? Well, I mean, we'll go over it. It's, it sucks. I mean, just cause I'm not a, I mean, look, I, I, I'm being, I'm being harsh. I, I want to stop right there. I am being harsh. I think, I think there is something here. Um, and maybe the back half of this gets better, but they're just really taking their sweet ass time to get us there. Um, now Steins gate itself. Um, it was a 2011 anime series. So again, it's coming out right in that, that next generation of modern animes. I wanted, and it takes place actually in 2010. Um, and I want to say it's um, it only has 24 episodes, but there is a sequel series uh, that came out in 2018 called Steins Gate Zero. Um, don't really know much otherwise about the show. Um, uh, you know, Studio White Fox, licensed by Madman Funimation. Um, you know, originally ran in April of 2011. I guess there's a movie as well. I don't know. I don't yeah. think it's live action. Yeah, there's a. I think there's a movie. There's some OVAs. There's some mm-hmm. ONAs, which for some reason we had to make ONAs and OVAs, even though practically the same What's thing. What's an ONA? I don't think I've ever heard that. Original net animation, and the other one is original oh, video. Oh, Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm just splitting hairs. Yeah, we are splitting hairs at that point. Um, but yeah, it does have a movie. Um, but as far as I could tell, this was the way to start. Um, yeah, no, it makes sense. I think we you're the pro. You are the anime pro here. Yeah, I think we should have just started at episode 13 because apparently that's when the show actually gets good. But <sighs> Jesus, tits, we're not man. here to talk about the good part of the show. We're here to talk about the first 12 episodes, which are rough. And oh. uh, but you know we gotta. So this is this is the task we've been handed. You know we 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 chose to do this to ourselves and finish our plates. Yeah. I think I would have stopped. Oh, maybe not me, but I think you would have quit pretty early on in this. I feel like about four episodes in, you would have called it. Oh, I, I, I most certainly would have. I'm glad you said that because it was about episode four when I was fucking over it. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, you had I not been watching this for the cast, I would have definitely just been like, "Yeah, fuck this. I'm not. I'm, it's not for me." Um, which again. I can't stress enough. There's actually like, a lot of what's happening here is right up my alley. Again, time travel mentions just just saying large hadron collider in an anime just had my fucking jeans just get real snug in the front. But like they don't do anything with it. It's because I have to hear it through the the lens of these fucking dickheads. <laughs> well, let's talk about them, Chris. So. You know, first things first, we, we, we kind of pick up and we meet our main character right off the bat, this mad scientist guy. Um, Rintaro. Rintaro Okabe, um, which you'll never hear him called that the entire show. No, never, um, never. So it's like, the whole time, I, I'm, I agree with you, Cody, the whole time I'm like, who the fuck are these people talking to and about? Yeah, because for some reason, Okabe, or as as far as I know, he's Okarine, because that's what Mayuri yes. calls him. Or he called himself mm-hmm. Hyoin Kioma. Um, so I've mm-hmm. been referring to him as Kioma most of the time. Um, 
But yeah. every character in the show has to have about five or six different names uh, mm-hmm. that he gives them, whether it's, you know, Lab Agent 0002 through 10 or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's like they all have, like, a hero name, but, like, then there's the name that Deku only calls them, and then there's, like, two more other <laughs> names, and then, like, one more extra name, and then he, Christina. For some reason, also. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so we have him. I'm just going to go over some of the characters mm-hmm. we have here that we start with. So there's Akabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the mad scientist guy. Uh, we have Mayuri mm-hmm. uh, Sheena. She is mm-hmm. basically like um, a very soft-spoken, very like weeby anime girl. Um, yes. And is always making like random noises before she starts talking. Like she is like just textbook. <laughs> yeah. Just textbook like fucking weeb child. Yeah. Why uh and they're like childhood friends, uh her and him. Um very odd relationship there, but I digress. Mm-hmm. So those are our first two characters we meet. Um they are on their way to attend the seminar uh on time travel by this Dr. Nakabaki or Nakabichi or either way. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not gonna matter is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um they go in there. Uh, he kind of interrupts the seminar. I'm uh, talking all weird and mad scientisty. Um, and we come across our third character, who is Kurisu Mikasi Makisi. Kurisu, that's her name. All right, the redheaded girl that's on all the images of Steins Gate ever you've ever also seen. Also, in the most textbook ass, fucking thirsty ass body pillow, weeb ass <laughs> anime outfit. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, um, she like pulls him out of the the room that the seminar thing's going on, and she be- uh-huh. she claims to have met him fifteen minutes before. And he's like, "I've never, I've never uh-huh. met this girl. What's going on?" Um, long story short, they leave, uh, and outside he gets like this weird message on his phone. Um, uh-huh. Can't really understand what's going on here. Like, this is our our first like, um, like time travelly moment. Um, mm-hmm. Because he then rushes back in. We find this girl covered in yeah, a pool. She's of like blood. Dead. Yeah, she's, she's dead. She's just fucking dead, like like on the ground, like dead. Yeah, and she's like she's been stabbed to death. Um, mm-hmm. And then, all right, I'm sorry. He hasn't. There hasn't been a uh, a time travel moment yet. He sends an email. It, would, it comes up right after this. Yeah, he sends an email or a text to uh, who we come to find out is Daru. His real name is Itaru Hashida. Um, Daru, and, and, and that's the fucking super hacker dork, right? Yeah, which I mean, I this is like the guy from. He reminds me of the guy from Eden of the East. I'm sure. Eden of the East. Yes, that's exactly what I thought too, dude. And we're already like that's already like the worst comparison we could make. <laughs> but if we remember, he was like the only good character in Eden of the East, so. That's fair. That's there, fair. There's like a little, a little hope for this kid, um, but he, he sends him a message about it, um, and then he feels this strange sensation, and we see like the streets are suddenly there's nobody on the streets anymore, um, like a, a satellite has crashed into this radio building that they were at for the seminar. Um, something is clearly like up. Like something is definitely like changed. Like we we've either tra- time traveled. Something's up. Um, yeah, either timeline jumping, time traveling, something is not the way we left it. 
Yeah, and so we, you know, then we head back to the to the lab, the actual lab, the future gadget laboratory. Right. Ah, uh, yes. Um, not Dexter's <laughs> lab, that's for sure. Yeah, Chris, and they uh, they basically have this phone controlled microwave. Um, uh, they are uh, pretty much attempting to turn into like a time machine. Gel bananas, baby. Yeah, they're turning bananas into like this gelatinous form. Um, which apparently is like sending them through time. I, you know, Chris, I'm no scientist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I mean, <laughs> but you know, I I've never you know had my phone near the microwave, but apparently that's how you begin to time travel. That's this is the way. Um, who would have thought? I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Yeah, and um, you know. He, he eventually, like, they're talking, you know, just shooting the shit, talking way too science-y, like, the first five episodes of the show. They're um, using the $10 words there, bud. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're talking and they're speaking in tongues for the first oh, half of the show, and I'm trying to keep up. Um, but basically, uh, Daru kind of brings him up to speed, he's like, because he, he mentions the seminar. Uh, and he's like, well, the seminar was canceled. It never happened. And then he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I just came I was from just there. That. Yeah, and so now he looks it up and he sees it is canceled. And then, you know, then they check out the, the email or the text that he sent him earlier mm-hmm. about this girl being stabbed and found and all this stuff. Turns out it was received five days earlier in the past, Chris. How could that have happened? It must have been the phone-controlled microwave with the TV on in the basement and the satellite crash into the radio tower. Like all of it's these. It's clearly the gel bananas that have caused this. Right, and so when they go to like this forum thing, um, they come across Kirisu, and she is just alive and kicking. Turns out she is very much alive. Yeah, yeah. she is very much alive. Yeah, so that, you know, there's some mystery already with this time travel stuff, and like these are the parts. That are the good parts. Um, I'm skimming over all of the bullshit science talk that happens in between all of this. Um, but, you know, regardless, episode two, here we go. Um, she's alive. Oh, no. Yeah, and so... Yeah, and so, you know, he's... Obviously, he's a little he's a little shocked from this. Um, and during, like, the, the lecture thing that's going on where they're talking about time travel and all this stuff, she seems to have, like... I don't know. Early on, she seems to be very against, like, this idea of time travel. Like, anytime it gets brought up, she kind of, like, storms out. Um, so it seems like at first, like, she's very against it, although she really turns the corner and really joins the team here in a minute. But I digress. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, uh, we get introduced to uh, the girl downstairs and her, like, it's not her dad. It's like her the TV shop that she works for, or whatever the hell it is. Chris mm-hmm. Suzuha is her name. Um, and we meet Mister Braun for the first time. He's like the, it's like an electronics repair store, um, which doesn't seem like it would matter. But later on, we we get some. Uh, <laughs> it matters. Um, yeah, turns out. But yeah, then of course you know we got to go online and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, we learn a little bit about this man named John Tidor. Um, it was basically like this, uh, guy, yes. this guy that's like on these online form, forums and all this stuff. And basically in the year 2000, he claimed he was a time traveler. Um, uh-huh. And that like, I, I want to say he had been to like the year 2036 and all this 
you know, they give us like a big science dump at one point where they're talking about world lines and butterfly effects and all this stuff like oh if you change something here then a new world line will start and it'll be different from this world you know they get real technical here um I, I don't really know what to call it, to be honest. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it just gets a little too nerdy for me. Um, but yeah. He, oh, yeah. Well, and also, the th- also thing, too, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like, the whole uh, John Tidor thing is actually based on a real thing. Really? Okay. Yes. That makes um, it way more exciting, then. I, I want to say, I'm just trying to use my... I was waiting for you to finish before I popped in. I want to say... Um, it, it, it is actually about a person, it, it, someone who posted on forums, just like it says in here, uh, that supposedly is a, um, like a, a time, he was like a military, um, like military personnel. Like, I don't know if he was necessarily a soldier, but he was an American, like military personnel from the year 2036. Like that's, um, supposedly what he actually was. This person actually was. Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the wiki page now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know much beyond that. I don't know if I, I literally don't think anything he predicted actually like happened. Okay, that, but that's at least kind of cool because yeah, he even used like the IBM 5100 computer and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I thought that was really cool that the whole John Titor. I was like, okay, cool. Like there, that whoever. You know, whoever made this show definitely is like, you know, kind of steeped in the just the fucking time travel hoax culture, I guess. But the thing is, too, Cody, I, I am one of those people. I'm a quick tangent here. I believe time travel is a possibility and I, I believe in paradoxes and things like that. I think this stuff is it's, it's very possible. Is it plausible? Eh, maybe not, but it's very possible. Um. But the, the wild thing is, is we wouldn't know if time travel exists um, because, you know, in our day-to-day life, it hasn't been created yet. But in the future, it could be. And people in the future, people living today could be from the future who have traveled back to the past to amass their wealth. Like, there's a lot There's a lot there. I, I, I believe it's not out of the question. I'm, I'm not like a fucking, I'm not thumping the fucking Bible on this one, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not married to the idea, but I would not be surprised if it was real. I'm open to the idea of it being real. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me take my tinfoil hat off for a minute here. All right, go right <laughs> ahead. Go right ahead. You're safe here. Um, I mean, I'm not building a flux capacitor in my fucking office or anything. <laughs> We're good. Well, yeah, that is cool, the John Titor thing. I think that's that's actually like a neat little touch. I wish I would have known that, like, going into it. And they mm-hmm. might have mentioned that, like, but I just figured it was, you know, in this world that we're being shown. I didn't realize it was actually, like, something that had happened but that's cool but oh, yeah i'm actually looking at the wikipedia now yeah i guess there is more to it yeah it looks like he was uh he was a soldier from 2036 in tampa Flo- fucking tampa florida oh, there it is there, there it is close there the article <laughs> i've seen i've seen everything i've seen all i need to see john tyler aka florida man <laughs> we're good we are good um but yeah so case closed <laughs> Okabe is basically, he's shocked to find that, like, all of the evidence that he was, you know, going about on these forums, uh, this Tidor guy has disappeared. All of it's, Mm -hmm. you know, gone. And then, Mm -hmm. so, you know, the next day, um, 
character, as fate would have it, he comes across this lady named Mooka Kiryu, um, who he ends up calling... Uh, of course. Is, this, is it Shining Finger, or whatever he calls this girl? Yeah. They basically become like pen pals. Um, she wants to find this IBN 5100. Um, that's what they're looking for. They they need that. It's like the computer they're after for the first mm-hmm. couple episodes. Um, and like old school computer that you know John Teter was mentioning. Um, but yeah. Um, then you know they run some more experiment experiments with the what they call the phone wave, which is you know it's a microwave controlled by a cell phone. Um, yes. And they get like. Uh, the banana gel nanas, baby. Yeah, we, but this time we get the banana to teleport from the microwave back to the like the bundle that it was on, but it's still like a gel form. Uh, mm-hmm. And then of course Kirisu shows up, um, basically becomes member number four of the lab. <laughs> Pretty much every character that we meet going forward eventually becomes a member of the lab. Yeah, he just lets fucking everybody in. It, yeah. There's nothing secret here. Yeah, which it's it, it's kind of weird because they're messing with time travel stuff and like, you know. See, that's my problem, dude. Like they're they're telling this really cool story, but the characters are getting in the way of it every single fucking time. It's like you sit, Cody. This is literally I'm sitting down in the movie theater trying to watch a movie, and then the biggest motherfucker on God's green earth decides to sit in the seat right in front of me, and I can't fucking see around them. Yeah, that's literally what this is. Um, but yeah, like she wants to examine the phone wave, and he's like, "Boogers right. and jizz, man, <laughs> boogers and jizz." But she wants to examine their machine they have here, and he's like, "All right, well, as long mm-hmm. as you become one of the fellow members of the lab, weedle, weedle, weedle." Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they send some more emails to the past. Um, mm-hmm. They realize that they didn't use it to send text messages to the past, like five days before, and all this stuff. She she once again she's like seems against this stuff though, although she's awfully interested she leaves the lab you know doesn't believe in what they're talking about um, they learn they they you know they keep looking up like they're like what am I starting to say here Daru is constantly like looking shit up on his computer trying to figure out you know what this company CERN is doing yeah CERN is the the, the evil organization. <laughs> They have According the, to our mad scientist here. Yeah, they have the Large Hadron Collider, whatever the hell it's called. They got micro black holes, all this stuff. Yep. Um, and, they, they, you know, he, he's heard from Tidor's, like, post and things like that, that CERN basically needs to be stopped. They're, they've fucked up uh-huh. the future, essentially. Um, yep. You know, they've been doing all these top-secret experiments... Um, and yeah, we get to learn more about them when we actually get to the, the IBN 500 or 5100, excuse me. 5100, yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, basically the next episode, they find a 5100 at some random shrine. I don't even know what the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they get the 5100. Basically, that's what yep. episode four is. We get the machine that we needed. We can move on with the mm-hmm. show. Uh, took way too long to get there. Um, but when they finally get this thing going and up to uh, up to speed, and this is this is Okabe or Rintaro, Daru, and Kirisu, who has come back to the lab, 
Um, now, for the record, as I'm, you know, because as I'm listening here too, and just uh, I'm more interested in the actual John Titor thing, because the whole purpose of the uh, the IBM fifty one hundred, why it was needed to be retrieved. Um, so, according to the actual, you know, John Titor, he was sent back to nineteen seventy five to retrieve an IBM fifty one hundred, which was needed to debug various legacy computer programs in twenty thirty six. It's a better story already. I'm, I'm and then, and then <laughs> he uh, he said he was so. So now we're getting some Terminator shit, man. This is a much better story because John, the actual John Titor, claims that he was he was selected for the mission because his his paternal grandfather was directly involved in the assembly and the programming of the IBM fifty one hundred. Um, so in the uh and he was able to like back some of this up he was able to describe like some unpublicized features just things about the computer that people didn't know yeah he's already more interesting than these characters chris um, yeah now how dare and, i chris i i skipped over in episode four i, I forgot uh -huh. the most important part um how, mm -hmm. they, how they come across this ibn 100 they go to the, oh, to the yes. cat made cafe Oh, I, I hate it so much. Get this weeb shit out of here, dude. This is the most weeb-like thing that they could have ever done. It's just girls in, in maid costumes with cat ears and, like... Just serving up fucking tea. Yeah. Serving up chai, and man. And we meet the owner, who is Ferris, who will later become a member of the, the lab, no doubt. Of course. Um, but her, her family donated it. Ferris Club, being... baby, I'm ready. Yeah. But her family donated an IBM 5100 to Luca's family shrine. Um, and that's where How they, go, they go. They ask if they can borrow this thing, and they're like, yeah. Um, now, why a cat girl would know about a computer that her family donated to a random shrine from 1975? No, I don't know. I, I, I the Sparrows ain't no warrior of light, I'll tell you that. But, you know, so anyhow, they get the IBM 5100. Um, Daru fires this thing up, and... Like, CERN has, like, encrypted files, like, already kind of, like, uh -huh. built into the thing. Like, they didn't really have to, like, do much hacking. Like, it was kind of already in there. Um, and this is, like, the first moment the show, I thought, actually, like, had some potential. And it's when they're looking uh -huh. through these files about, like, these various experiments that CERN did where, like, they were trying to send people back to different points in time. And uh -huh. they would show up, but they'd be these in, like, this green gelatinous state. They, they'd look like the bananas. Yeah. But, like, it would actually, like, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, this, like, I'm now I'm interested. Um, that quickly comes to a, to a, to an end the soon. Ass grinding halt. Yeah. Um, because yeah. basically the next, let me just double check here. Is it the next, yeah, the next four or five episodes? Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it's like them doing, like, they're trying to perfect this machine, um, which, yeah. rather than, you know, give us, like, a, you know, like, a five-minute song where they're just, like, they're perfecting the machine, and then... Yeah, just, just give me a montage, give me, yeah. push it to the limit, yeah, or give something. Me, give me the, like, give me, like, I don't, like, School oh, of weird Rock. Weird science, something. School, <laughs> School yeah. of Rock does a perfect one, where, like, the kids don't know how to play instruments, and then fucking ten... You know, we play one good rock song from the fucking 1980s, mm -hmm. and we're we're a band now. We're, we're there. Good to go. 
and no one cares. We just want to move on with the movie. Uh, this, this. Well, instead... Cody, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's just a reference. School of Rock is probably like my second favorite movie of all time. It's one of the greatest fucking movies ever made. It's so good. Um, but this, instead of doing that little, you know, play a song, get brought up to speed, um, we just waste a bunch of time, like doing like, you know, just random shit. Like, oh, can you send this text back to this? Can you send this text back to this? Let's figure out how many letters we can text back to the past. And it's like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, dude. This, I, have, I am so immersed in this John Titor thing. It's, <laughs> it, this is a much better story. Like, this is a, the, actual, the actual John Titor thing is so much. Like, why, why, why can't this be the anime? Why did, why did anime have to get in the way? <laughs> I don't know, man. But, you know, eventually Mocha, the, the silent girl who doesn't talk, but she sends texts. Um, mm-hmm. And you get the mm-hmm. nice vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have your phone on vibrate, please stop Fuck listening you. to this podcast and get as far away from me as possible. Uh, <laughs> either turn it off completely <laughs> or fucking cut it up. <laughs> yeah, you either have it on loud or you have it on silent. There is no in between. That's right. And there is no excuses. And it's I, not 2001. You don't <laughs> put your shit on vibrate anymore. Literally, because you set it on a wooden desk and it's the loudest thing ever, but. God damn right it is. Apparently, the showrunners of this fucking love to have their phones on vibrate. But anyhow, um, Mocha shows <gasps> up and basically is like, yo, can I borrow that IBM 5100? Um, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the, the Rintaro's like, absolutely not. But you can, uh-huh. become, you can become a lab member. Fucking all right. You're in the crew. Welcome to the party. Um, and then, you know, we get to the next episode where they're, like, trying to send the winning lottery numbers back to the past, which I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea. Um, but then everybody gives him a bunch of shit for it, and he's like, we're talking about time travel, and they're getting mad that he wants to, you know, go win the lottery? I, I think that's fine. You know, Chris, Mega, million, Mega Millions is at, like, a billion dollars, right? Fucking yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <Okay. Why? laughs> I don't even buy lottery tickets, but... When Mega Millions well, gets I'm high, yeah, I might, you know, I might dip my toe in. <laughs> you, you would know. You would <laughs> definitely know if I won. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wouldn't tell anybody, but there'd be hints. <laughs> um, oh my god. But so they. I'd be John Titor. I would. I would claim to be him. Yeah, um, but they decide to send it back to. It's Ruka, right? Yeah, it's Ruka. Yes. They decided to send the numbers back to Ruka. Um, Ruka is a boy. Um, I mean, not not to try and... I'm trying to, like, tread lightly here, because these next few episodes are kind of... They, they don't mm-hmm. tread lightly, uh, as far as, like, where we are in the world now. Uh, this was, what, 2010, 2011? Um, but yep. Ruka is a boy that is very feminine, looks very much like a girl. I thought it was just a girl yeah. the whole time, and then they get, like, these next weird couple episodes where it's, like, probably they could have skipped over this whole storyline, and yeah. it, it might have aged and, and a lot it's better. A very, it's a very, possibly, that's also a very common anime thing, right? Like, a lot of, there's a lot of androgynous characters in anime, so I, I didn't think much of it, Yeah, but still. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, one of my favorite characters, Haku, uh, very feminine-looking boy in Naruto. Uh, yeah, 
but like when you first see him, it's like that's a girl, right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely like a a thing that used to happen in anime all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he I say he because he changes in a little bit here. Um, but he messed up on the lottery numbers. Like he, there <sighs> one of the numbers he got mixed up. Um, so they, they never got to win the, they never got to win the, uh, what's it called? The lottery. Um, yeah. But also very accurate. <laughs> God, you'll, you'll never win. If somebody who's like 106 is going to win the lottery, oh, yeah. they're going to win the mega billions. But anywho. Yeah. And then I can't remember if it's Suzuha's. They send one more email is what they call these things where they send these mm-hmm. text messages to the past. Um, but there's one it might be the one with the lottery ticket where it's mm-hmm. like Rintaro is on a new world line he realizes because like mm-hmm. everybody's like what are you talking about? Like that never happened. We never we never sent that mail back to th- th- this experiment never took place. Like everyone's mm-hmm. Like everybody's memories are different, but he remembers everything, and he's like, "Well, why can I only why why am I the only one that can remember this?" Um, and so he kind yeah, of and I, and I, dug, I dug the explanation, like the world line uh, explanation. I, again, I love divergent points, and I love alternate timelines. Fuck! Why do these characters suck, Cody? That's all right, Chris, because he he contacts Tidor, right? And he's like, "Of course, of course." And Tidor basically is like, "Well, you might have the power to become." like, the savior of this world and, like, you know, change this dystopian future and all this stuff because you have this special ability to retain your memories whenever you switch world lines, which... Sick! As far as we know, he's the only one, right? Oh, well, in typical anime fashion, I'll bet he's not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, but he refers to this ability as Reading Steiner, um, which is just the worst, stupidest oh fucking name I've ever heard. Um... You know, and then they can they continue, um, you know, doing doing more experiments. Uh, Moaka, the silent girl, has to send a email, um, which Rintaro gets shifted to another world line where no one remembers her. Um, and then Luca or Ruka comes to the lab. I don't know why this wiki page says Luca. Um, yeah, because I yeah I think Luca is the uh, like the actual Japanese. I oh, think. Okay. Okay. Well, in English, it's Ruka. So. That's what we're going mm-hmm. with. Um, but he comes Fair in, enough. and basically, he, he he basically wants to be born, reborn as a girl. Um, and he tells us about this urban myth that, like, if you eat a bunch of meat while you're pregnant, you'll have a boy. If you eat a bunch of vegetables, you have a girl. Um, which Rintaro's like, Rintaro and uh, old redheaded girl, whatever her name, Kirisu, are basically like, that's total mm-hmm. bullshit. But you know what? <laughs> We'll go ahead and do it anyhow. Um, and the only problem is, is cell phones weren't around back then, so they got to get the pager, Chris. I don't know if you ever oh, had a pager, no. Chris, but I know my dad had a pager. <laughs> I sure did. Um, and so they're like, "Well, we can send a message to you know your mom's old pager, and you figure out the number, you know." So Ruka goes and does that. Um, so ridiculous. Yeah, and I think it's over the next. Is it the next two episodes where this happens? Maybe one episode. Um, but, you know, they, they send this stuff back to Ruka. Um, and Ruka is now a girl. Um, but we kind of, like, put that 
on the back burner because now like we have like a butterfly effect thing where like now they don't have like the IBN like the computer is gone the IBN 5100 like when when our boy Okabe Rintaro whatever you want to call him when he comes back to this new world line Ruka is now a girl but he doesn't know that which we get like a weird like perverted scene where he like goes to reach for her crotch and it's like if you're a girl, then why do you have a... Oh, shit. Like, creepy pervert guy. Like, oh, God, it's just a super cringe scene. Um, but then they're like, oh, shit, the IBN 5100's also gone. And, like, of course, he's the only one that knows this. They're all like, what are you talking about? We never had an IBN 5100. Um, and so now they gotta... Now they gotta go to fucking cat girl's dad's house. Whatever her name is. Um... Ferris, that's her name. I should remember that. Yes. The Final Fantasy character. Um, so they go to Ferris's like dad's, and they find out that her family basically owns the city. Um, and you know, they had given the fifty one hundred to the Luca Shrine, but it had been stolen or something. Um, and Ferris is like, "All right, well, I'll help you guys, but I want to send a email of my own." And so he's like, "All right, fine. You'll be your member number seven or eight or whichever number this one is." Um, and so she sends her email back. Uh, Rotaro basically, like, awakens in the same room that he was in, which is Ferris's father's place. Um, and Chris, they, they've never had, they don't have the IBN 5100 in their possession. And then upon leaving, he realizes that Akihabara, which is the city that they're in, is completely different. Like, it used to be like a weeb center, like, anime, manga, Cat made cafes, and now it's just like, you know, a regular city. Um, just stodgy as fuck. Yeah, they got like just the ramen shop. It's like, no, oh, this actually looks like a real town. Um, but you know, like shit, more shit is changing that they weren't expecting for, which is kind of what happens in like a lot of time traveling things. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, let's go ahead and go back, and you know, fix a test, and then you get a girl through left through time situation, which. Um, Oof. Um, Big oof. But then, oh, and then we have the, like the sex scene where like he like goes to feel Ruka's Johnson, and there is no Johnson there. Um, oh, it's all Ruka. Yeah, and so he gets basically beat up by the girls, and you know, they call him a pervert the whole nine yards. He goes outside and sits with Suzuha, who works at this door downstairs. And she basically kind of spills the beans on, like, her backstory. She's like, she came to Tokyo to try and find her father. Um, and she mentions, that, like, you know, she's going to leave if she can't find him tomorrow, which is the, ne- the very next day. Um, and so he establishes her as the next lab member and invites her to this, like, farewell party, whether she finds her father or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, while they're preparing for the party, they're going out shopping, buying, like, stuff for it and all this stuff. We get our first, like, bit of excitement for, you know, it's been like five episodes since anything exciting happened. Um, I know. Taro gets a picture message that's, like, threatening him that someone's watching him, and there's, like, a, a picture of, like, a, like gelatin. Like, jello, basically, mm-hmm. on a plate. Like, uh-oh. Um, and then while him and Mayuri are out shopping, uh, she brings up an incident that occurred when she, he was a child. Basically, he had, like, this fever... And she had, like, wished upon a star that he would get recover from it. And I think they're trying to say that that's how he got this ability. 
um, to remember his memory when time traveling, which might be the worst excuse I've ever heard for him having this ability. I'd rather him just have the ability and that's it. Like, yeah. I didn't need some stupid fucking excuse like this, but I think that's what they're trying to get across here. Is that like when she wished on the star that he got this random ability? Um, that's what the vibe I was getting from it. I was kind of unsure though. Um, either way though, uh, he gets a text from uh, Suzuha also, basically just saying goodbye, like she's not coming to like their their party, their going away party that they were throwing for. Her. Um, which he then sends a message to himself five days prior, or you know, a, a email to himself. Um, to try to try to prevent uh, Suzuha from uh, from fucking piecing out. Correct. Um, I'm trying to think what happens in this next one, man. Because um, we're struggling. We are get, struggling. They get Suzuha to stay. Um, they realize that they 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 start working on an experiment where they like he has to distract the dude down in the basement or the guy in the mm-hmm. TV store because he rents. They rent the area above him, uh, but yep. he's the owner. And so, like, whenever they do these experiments, like, the fucking building shakes and all this shit, and he gets pissed. So they go down, him and Suzuha try to distract him. Um, and I can't remember if the TV gets turned off down there, but when the TV turns off, like, the building stops shaking. They turn it back on, start shaking again. And they realize <clears throat> that this shit... Yeah, because every, every time the TV's on, it's, that's when it shakes. Yeah, and that's, you know, they only do these experiments at the same time every day, which is while his shop's open down below, and this particular Mm -hmm. TV is on, and the CRTV television is basically serving as a lifter for the phone wave. Um, I don't really know what a lifter is. Um, You know, it's way too science-y for me. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's probably like boosting the uh, the strength of their telephone microwave. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would assume. Yeah, and so the emails can only be sent when it turns is turned on. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but then that Kir- makes sense to me. But then Kirisu, she's basically like full blown into all this stuff now. Um, she thinks that it might be possible to send frontal lobe memories back in time through the phone wave, uh, basically allowing in- instead of time traveling, you basically just get your memories from the future in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they, which know, now we're getting a little out there. We're getting a little out there now. I mean, well, we've been out yeah, there. We, now we're now we're we're fucking now we're jumping the shark. Yeah, we have left the rails long ago. The train is going through the ocean uh-huh. at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, let's see. They so then they like go out to get the parts that Kirisu needs to try and you know build this new machine. Uh, they run into Suzuha, who tells. Tells him that Kirisu is working for CERN, which is, you know, that would mean she's like a spy, basically. Oh, no, the enemy! Which I thought was kind of cool, but she's like, yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> she's like, I'm having problems with her father. Um, kind of get a little bit of backstory on her. Basically, she kind of exposed her dad and, and like, surpassed him and, like, all of his scientific mm-hmm. endeavors and all this stuff, and he kind of hates her for it. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much her backstory. She, like, stays at a hotel. Her parents aren't there. Uh, and she just works with these kids to try and build the time machine. Um, then, while they're out shopping, uh, Okabe gets another threatening text message. Uh, and this one has, like, a severed doll's head in it. Um, nice. Thing. And then another, I want to say another one says, like, you know too much or something like that. <laughs> um, 
So, like, there's somebody watching him. Uh, but, yeah. Um, and it then, always feels like somebody's watching me. Anyway. Yeah, and so then, you know, he heads back to the lab, uh, and he's concerned for Mayuri. Uh, I guess because the doll, you know, like she has, like, the whatever those doll things she collects are. Um, mm-hmm. But he's basically concerned about her, and Daru kind of drops a bomb on the group that the the entire time they've been doing all this stuff, the lab has been connected to the CERN network, I guess through the, the IBN 5100 that, you know, he didn't even know, but they've been... They've been being tracked by the enemy, essentially. Um, Son of a bitch! Yeah. Every time. Yeah, so, uh, but anyhow, you know, moving on. Kurisu uh, completes her little time leap machine thing, or upgraded microwave, mm-hmm. uh, which is capable of sending a mem- memories up to two days in the, into the past. Uh, but uh, Rintaro, he's basically, like, he's pretty distraught about the, the text he's been receiving. And so they kind of vote to not use it. Um, it's like, we should just make our discoveries public um, and kind of just throw in the towel on this. I think they're they're in too deep at this point. Like, they don't want to get ill. Uh, he's just concerned for his safety and his lab member's safety. Uh, so since they're throwing in the towel, Chris, why not have a party, you know? Um, it makes sense to me, man. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they throw this little party. Uh, Curry Sue and Suzuha get into it. These two don't like each other for some reason. I think it's because Suzuha thinks she's a spy. Either oh, way, of course. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, then they head upstairs, or they go outside and they're like having a chat out there. Uh, and then Darwood basically is like, "Hey, you guys need to come back in here." Um, hey, cause we got some we got some bomb threats happening, baby. Yeah, we got some terrorism threats on on the TV. It's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, can't let terrorism win, Cody. And then uh, Suzu dips out after hearing about that the lab's been connected to CERN. She dips out, and then next thing you know, all these dudes come in with guns and masks and all this stuff. Oh yeah. And then Mocha, old text message girl, shows up, and apparently she's been hired by CERN. Um, and she orders for Rentaro, Kirisu, and Daru to be detained. Oh uh, yes, and then, we have uh, this. We leave a little bit on a, on a on a big part here. We have a big moment here, Cody. Yeah, the only big moment of the show, and she shoots and kills Mayuri. Um, like blasts her right in the fucking noggin, man. Yeah, and basically says like the child's not necessary. Yeah, exactly. And then roll credits. And then oh boy. You know, at, at least we end... twelve episodes to get to that. At least we end on an exciting moment, but... My God, did we waste a lot of fucking time. And, and a lot of it is just, like... It's so unnecessary. You know, this, why, can't, why can't they just shoot the rest of the characters? Because they are all <laughs> unnecessary. I Jesus. Just, I just feel like we could have wrapped this... This whole 12 episodes could have been five. Like, we could have had... Episode one could have been episode one, same way. And then, like, episode two, he's yeah. like, why is Curry Sue alive? Give us the big John Titor lore dump. Episode, mm-hmm. And then we need to get an IBN 5100. Episode three, we get the IBN 5100. Don't care how you get it. Pick up every lab yeah, member you want. Um, episode four, we're doing experiments. We're sending, we're trying the lotto thing. We're trying the sex change thing. We're trying mm-hmm. the fucking so-and-so's family 
thing. You, you do all of those in a quick succession, and then episode five, something's going on. We're fucking up. Um, you know, blah blah blah. Oh shit, we've been connected to CERN. CERN shows up, kills my Yuri. Get on with the good parts of the show. Like five, six episodes, we could have had this all done. We could we could have been to the, oh, absolutely. to the good part. Instead, we waste an extra six, seven episodes. Just oh, in this episode, I'm gonna go text my mom on her pager to eat more vegetables so I can become a girl. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like the fucking the anime part of this gets in the way of telling such a great fucking story. And now I'm even more upset because the John, the actual John Titer shit would have made such a better story. Holy shit, the more I read about this, it's so much better than what we just watched. I want to I want this instead. Can we just talk about this next week <laughs> instead of the fucking back half of Steins Gate? Well, Chris, apparently the back half of Steins Gate is uh you know what what makes it. So well, I, I, I hope have, so. We'll see. I have hope, but I I mean, I, my hopes weren't a little thin here. Um but Chris, there's no way this show has a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes, a 96 audience score, number four on my anime list, number like, it's number two on IMDb. It's literally Cowboy Bebop and then this. Um, how? Fucking how? It's the number one sci-fi anime ever. Um, oh, bullshit. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm calling bullshit right now. Like, absolutely right now. Like, I just don't get <sighs> How? Chris when, is getting wine drunk now. I'm ready to fight that one. Granted, <laughs> when I say number one, uh, there are eight sci-fi animes with 100% on tomato on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so there is that. Um, this was not even in my top eight sci-fi <laughs> animes. Yeah, I was gonna say you'll put. I'll list off some of the other ones, and you'll put these all above it. Uh, Trigun. Oh, please do. Brotherhood. Of course. Gurren Lagann. Of course. Ebop. Of course. Evangelion. <laughs> One Punch Man and Elfin Lied are all 100% better than this. Um, oh, yeah. Those are just the other eight sci-fi anime that have 100% on Moomin Rider. Give me more Moomin Rider. Why can't they go back in time and save him? Make him a better hero. <laughs> yeah, that is the first 12 episodes of Steins Gate. It has glimpses of good stuff. Like, when they first find out about CERN's files and they these people that were getting sent back and they, they were randomly just jello people. Like, I was in. Murdered at the beginning, I'm like, cool. And then she's not dead, and it's like, alright, there's a little mystery here. A little time travel, yeah. whatever, okay. Um, and then the ending's kind of exciting, but like, I mean, I'm sure we're just time traveling it, back. It's a jumbled fixing. mess to get there. No, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, we're gonna um, send a text but, to Mayuri and tell her not to come over today. Like, okay. Um, yeah, and the thing is, I, I am a sucker for the, um, you know, like the, the mini world interpretation, fucking Schrodinger's cat style um, paradoxes, things like that. I am all for like that is that is the level of science that I wish I could go back. I could go back in time 25 years and be like, you should get into like quantum physics and, you know, and just really dive deep into this stuff. Uh, not that it'll go anywhere knowing what I know from 2022, but you know, it's neat to talk about and they'll want to, you know, they'll, Hollywood's going to want to turn this into movies all the time. 
So you wanted to be a like, scientist if you could go back. <laughs> that right? That's what, but like I want. That's the problem. I don't want to be that. I, I want more of like this stuff. I just God, this, I, I love anime and I hate it at the same time because like they always have to like weeb shit up. Yeah, like the what, we didn't need cat girls or like. Yeah, like I don't need any of that. Yeah, ever. Yeah, you don't need you don't need the anime. Sometimes in an anime, you don't need the anime tropes. Right. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, I'm hoping the second half we get more, um, you know, more of the good stuff here, more of the Jello people and CERN, what's CERN really doing? You know, like what's the big bad I corporation so. doing? You know. I do hope so, and I'm not ready to give up on it yet. But I do hope we—I just hope we get more on the back end. I really do. Yeah, because I—I mean, I have the highest expectations of this. Um, and so far, we've yeah. been let down. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. and with that being said, Cody, I am definitely ready to place this on my list. I know exactly where it's going to sit right now. That's for damn sure. Oh, we're not going to place it yet, Chris. We're not going to place. We're going to wait. We're not. Till, we're going to wait till the season's over. Yeah. Um, Man, poor Dota. Dota was about to climb a rung on the ladder, and you you took it from them. <laughs> oh no, this was gonna go for me. It's still technically like one season. For me, if I was gonna put this, I would have put in this probably at like number twenty one or twenty. Oh yeah. Um, like I think Cannon Busters beats this right now. Oh man, you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Actually, you know what? Man. This if I put this on my list right now. Mm-hmm. It's still better than Dota's Dragon's Blood. <laughs> oh wow. Um, wow. It, yeah. The High Rise Invasion. I'm not mad. High Rise Invasion and Dota are just in a league of of poop. Just a just, poopy. Yeah, it's it's the shit league. Um, but like I said, I have faith. There's no way this is a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes unless they just <laughs> the next twelve episodes are just yeah, unless we get in to some like World War Three. We find like a time traveler who's like, oh yeah, shit is real. We're in trouble. We need to fix this. Like you know, tell like I want some like. Come with me if you want to live, fucking John Connor going back in time. I want some Terminator shit happening yeah, we here, need, Cody. We need future trunks to show up and be like, you guys got to come. Oh, my me. God. Please. <laughs> um, the mad scientist dies of a heart disease. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I hope, you know, next week, I hope we are in much better uh, spirits for this. Cause otherwise, it would be one of the biggest disappointments of the of the <laughs> podcast, I think. I, th- it, I think yeah, it would be cause... the biggest. Um, oh, yeah. The only other time I can, I can compare this to is like when we watched Fooly Cooly, and I just I thought it was better than it was. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I can agree with that. I, I, I think I think the hype has overplayed. And, you know, and look, maybe I'm just not that kind of anime fan. But like, this is just one of those textbook examples where like the subject matter is really fucking cool, but the anime actually gets in the way of me. In immersing myself in the subject matter. Yeah, and it's not like we haven't liked anime that has random cat girls. I mean, fucking My Hero's got yeah. a group of cat girls that are heroes. Like, yeah! We got all kinds of shit that are, that's like super yeah, like the... weeby and like it. This is just 
unnecessary. Like, it just... I didn't need the Maid Cat Cafe. <laughs> like, I, I didn't. But, you know, we'll see. We will stay tuned next week, guys. We're going to cover the second half, the tw- other 12 episodes of uh, Steins Gate. And... Yeah. And then we've got some My Hero OVAs, and then we've got Dragon Ball Super. So even if the second half of Steins Gate sucks, we've got some potential bangers back to back to back so yeah and then um it's an absolute win no matter how you slice it yeah and then of course we'll eventually get into steins gate movie and steins gate zero and i'm hopefully those are better um who knows yeah like i said maybe the back half can turn this whole thing around um but i'm we, here for we it we'll just have to stay tuned and find out um uh, look I, i'm ready to give it a chance if, if the back half is half if the back half is even a fraction just a fraction better than what this first half. I'll be fine. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, really. Yeah, fingers crossed on that. Um, but Chris, that that's all I got, man. I'm pooped. I, I guess I am. I am. You, you fucking you did a lot of heavy lifting there. I, I got caught up reading the fucking John Titor lore. <laughs> oh, that's all right, man. I I gave us the the Spark Notes version of what was happening. Um, and that's all that fucking matters, just it? one shit else happening. Yeah, so hopefully next week we'll have a much more exciting time here. Um, yeah, But I, it's okay, you know, it happens. It happens from time to time. Not all anime, they, they all can't be home runs, Cody. They all can't be Michael Bay movies. They all cannot be. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Uh, as Most always, Michael Bay movies are not home runs. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, ah. I watched a. I'm pretty sure I watched, I watched a dud Michael Bay movie like two days ago. It's it's literally <laughs> Bad Boys Two and then every fucking thing else. <laughs> oh man, what a good way to end it! All right, guys. Well, I'm Cody Snodgrass, <laughs> and I'm Chris Adams. Thank you for listening, as always. And if you ain't seen Bad Boys Two, go fucking watch Bad Boys Two. <laughs>